Hey, Hada, it's Genesis 9 week. We have a whole preview to get through here. Top 64 is going to take us no less than 30 minutes to go through. There are so many good players here at Genesis 9 this upcoming weekend in San Jose, California. Nearly everybody's going to be there. RIP, pour one out for our boy Hada, who is going to instead be having a lovely weekend away with his now fiance, Ellen. So That's congrats true. to the both of you. Hope you thank, enjoy. Thank you. Hope you get to see some sick melee as well. But we're certainly mm -hmm. going to be talking about it today, and that's how we do. So, Hada, let's get into this. Top 64 singles bracket. Just just, just roll us into how important this tournament is, and then we can get into it. I mean, Genesis is, as the name states, it's you know the first book of the Bible. It is the start of our <laughs> melee year. Um, and it's been one of the most influential tournaments for most of our top players career throughout the course of history uh the mango armada you know back and forth winning um trading genesis back and forth the start of their rivalry plup winning his first genesis jay mooks running it all the way through zane winning genesis and um yeah there's just so much that goes into you know you know having a good performance at genesis even if it's just an upset even if it's making top 64 can set up your career for success you know how often do we talk about you know, Fizzwiggle beating Mango. How often do we talk about Magi beating Mango still? Um, and those all happened at Genesis. The Johnny almost beating Armada at Genesis um, and then getting reverse 3 0 It's All of these happened at Genesis, and Genesis is quite literally just the perfect start to the Melee calendar, and it is our first Super Major. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Our top 64 is very exciting, and going on with the new rankings, people have bolstered egos. People have a lot more, you know, um, I guess rep coming from behind them because their work has been validated from the past year and either they're like, okay, you know, that's about where I thought I would be or maybe I got snubbed or maybe I'm my ranking's a little fraudulent or maybe I have something to prove. Genesis is the perfect place to either tell the people I should have been higher or, you know, I'm going to get upset and I don't deserve my rank or this is the perfect time to say I'm not slowing down and I'm going to climb the ranks this year as well. So, Jesse, do you want to jump in or should I jump in? I'll go ahead and get us started here. We have winners. I'll run through these names and winners. These are the people that we expect to breeze through. And by the way, this is something important to note for all of you best of three detractors. That will only be the case in round one pools at Genesis. Shoutouts to Jade. Shoutouts to Contra. And, you know, there's going to be people like myself. I will be captaining some pools at, 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 at uh, on Friday here in a few days at Genesis, making sure that everybody gets through their round one best of threes, you know, without having any too many difficulties, although it's still up to the players to play well. What I'm getting at is that starting in round two, not top 64, but starting in round two of pools is when best of five begins and so top 64 winner side theoretically will be about what we see in front of us that doesn't mean that some random person who's in a round one pool with uh jflex or sorry jflex or assault or how about maybe polish because is polish going to play peach or fox <laughs> and maybe somebody just has polish's peach downloaded or vice versa in round one pools but what i'm getting at is that round two pools is when best of five begins at genesis nine this time and so we're going to be able to hopefully see most or all of these projected seeds make it to winter side top 64 so let me intro all of them to you we have red bull vgbc amsa versus ace 
All Chat Esports to Saint. Then we have Sunsei unsponsored versus Melee Stats Pipsqueak. Then we have Tempo Axe versus Salt unsponsored. We have Red Bull Plup versus Mango's Friends Null. We have Liquid Hungry Box versus JFlex, also unsponsored. We have Moist Moki versus Campy Spark. By the way, don't know what Campy is. Could potentially be a friend. Could potentially just be something that Spark put there. Who knows? Then we have <laughs> not Panda IBDW versus Bobby Big Ball, so both unsponsored. Then we have Beast Coast Magi versus Spiral Crudo. Then we have. C9, Clouds 9's Mango versus Meds, who is unsponsored. 69% Fiction versus Golden Guardians, none. FlyQuest JMOOC versus CLG, but no longer CLG. No longer. Also, yeah. also six no year, longer. Six-year career that finally ended. Mm -hmm. uh, Six-year relationship. It feels, uh, this is my heart with CLG SFAT being no longer. Ugh. QFAT, mm. come back. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> we have an unsponsored SFAT versus FlyQuest JMOOC. And then Nouns Aklo versus, ooh, TLOC. Tourney Locator. Tourney Locator, SFOP. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Good to see SFOP have a little bit of help getting to Genesis. Then we have Golden Guardian Zane versus, you can't fool me, Golden Guardian Zane versus Mango's friend Lucky. Beast Coast S2J versus Ludosity Gaming Ginger. TSM, is that Team Solo Mid? Yeah, it is. Leffen yes. versus Unsponsored Zuppy. And then FlyQuest Kadoran versus Unsponsored Polish. Those are your top 64 seeds and players projected anyway. Hada, just you can roll down here. You can tell me as much as you like what you're seeing, who you think has got a good chance mm -hmm. to upset, or just ride momentum to top eight, winner side. You you go for it. Right. Um, what I will say about most of these matchups is they probably will go as projected ironically the one one of the few matches i think could go the upset is uh tuesday versus amsa i think tuesday amsa has a lot of variability and one of the huge factors of that is whiskers who is in uh new york who's in tri-state uh having a you know top five yoshi in the world in your region definitely is a huge factor to probably why jflex was able to upset amsa um during hit during one of the nightclub runs and of course amsa does have or Yoshi themselves have a couple of problem matchups, Sheik being one of them. Yep. Puff is also a pretty, I would say, 55-45 in Puff's favor, just being that Puff can really dictate the pace depending on how the first like minute of the match goes. Um, what I would love to see is how Saint approaches the Yoshi match, because I don't think I've seen them play too many Yoshis, but you know, knowing Saint and knowing how prepared they're getting for this tournament... Um, I would probably give the nod to Amsa, but I think there is an upset factor there. Uh, Axe versus Salt is definitely going to be a close set. I think Axe, given their propensity and especially their summit run where they won summit over the likes of Wizard, is very good at the matchup. And of course, um, but you can't ignore Salt's character diversity. Salt plays Fox, Falco, Falcon, Sheik, and Marth at a tournament level. <laughs> so there is always that. Um, but I would imagine the Falcon would probably be the one that comes out. Uh, I think Plup... I think this is Plup's tournament to go on a run, honestly. I think Plup is definitely flown under the radar due to a lack of activity in the last year. And uh, I'm sure we'll still probably be in the top 10, maybe get smudged 11th or 12th at the worst. Uh, but Plup, I think, is still a top five or top even top three even skill quality player. But I think just, you know, for lack of, you know, whatever reason, didn't really have 
to Monday performances this year that were super notable, whether that be lack of um, activity or other reasons itself. JFlex has taken HBox to Game 5 so many times online. I, <laughs> I still think it's probably going to go to the H-God. They've always looked dominant, but JFlex has managed to make them close on occasion. But, uh, of course, I'm going to be cheering for JFlex. That's that's my guy. Um, looking at some other... Moki, I think would... I think Moki HBox, I would love to see. I think Moki HBox in Winner's Round 2 of Top 64 would be an amazing set, given that their last set was kind of toxic. <laughs> Moki <laughs> was doing a lot of taunting. Moki was doing a lot of um, teabagging. It was pretty, pretty funny. And uh, HBox was doing some counter taunting as well after, you know, camping a lot. Um, I think Bobby Big Balls, I think, still needs to make a huge statement at a super major. Bobby has such high highs, but I think his, um, like, his B and C game, like, so his A quality game is uh, there with the top 15 level players, in my humble opinion. But I think his B and C level game is what really gets him in trouble. So when he's not playing super crispy, when he's playing a little tilted, when he's playing a little bit less than ideal i think is what gets him upset i think was what probably downplays what i think his potential could be but i think that's the mark of a great player and i think bobby's a very very good player not to discredit him at all i think the mark of a great and excellent player is being able to win tournaments and being able to perform well at when you're only playing at a b quality and i think that's what sets players like armada sets players like hbox sets players like prime mewtwo king apart because when they were playing in their b and c quality game they were still able to win tournaments and i think that's a huge factor to take into with players like bobby big balls uh fiction none i think is going to be a huge contentious set fiction with a very self-described oppressive play style um mostly not just playing to his character strengths but to abuse the other character's weaknesses uh falco falcon is one of those matchups where it's less obvious than something like a falco dr mario set where uh fiction is constantly abusing franz's character for the fact that it's just <laughs> dr mario and you can laser and up tilt him and make sure he can't play the game but falcon can kind of have a pseudo similar um i guess experience to that so i'm interested to see if fiction how far fiction can take that and will he be able to make it into winner's round two to face off against mango who I believe is has a pretty dominant lifetime record against. I don't even know if Fiction has beaten Mango before. Actually, Fiction beat Mango at Pound 2022. That's it. I knew there was a set. I knew that that. I got you, Hada. I got you. Year. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, with stats. I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, J over S Fat. I think J Mook. Um, I think J Mook Aklo is going to be a very interesting matchup because I think that's the one of the few tri-state matchups we haven't seen all that often. Or at all, honestly. Um, we've seen Aklo sure beat played. Hack. I'm sure they've played, but yeah. I don't think we've seen them on the big stage. Uh, we've seen exactly. Aklo beat Axe or Hacks Money at the nightclub. We've seen Aklo beat IBDW at a couple tournaments. We've seen Aklo borderline cementing himself as the best player in Tri-State, but we haven't seen him really, really face off against Jamie when all the chips were on the table. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to see that. Absolutely. Uh, I think Zane has a very good bracket. Um, I think Johnny is definitely like a, a contentious match for him. I know Johnny beat him this past year. Um, I, just, I forget what tournament it was, uh, but Johnny, no, Big House? Did Johnny beat him at Big House? Um, shoot, no, recent? I feel like that was not. Um, oh, no, because Zane won Shine. So there was a tournament in the fall that they were both at that, yeah, S2J won. No. Was it Shine? No, it I was... think he did beat him in Shine and, and winners, and then Zane won the tournament through losers. Is Z that right? What have Zane? 
who would have Zayn beat in through losers though, like in grand finals? That doesn't J sound right. Mook? J Mook? Whoa, no, no. If there was a two, no, no, that would have been a great tournament if they were in grand finals for two sets. I would remember that. No, I feel like he won Shine over Hungrybox and Zayn won from winners. But uh, for for SJ and Zayn, yeah, that was a close set. I want, I, I mean, it wasn't double down and it wasn't phantom. It was in the fall somewhere. I want to mm -hmm. say maybe um, uh, Reptide, but uh, that's the closest thing yeah. I can think of. All right. Well, I, I'm doing some research. Give me a second, but I'll, I'll get back to that in a moment. But I know Johnny has a win on Zayn, which I think is scary enough for Zayn to make his bracket not super great. But I think Zayn versus Lucky and Zayn versus Leffen. Um, you just want to talk about Zane's winning. bracket in general? That Zane and Amsa both have very difficult brackets ahead of them. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. So for, for, for Zane, starting out in top 64, Zane has Lucky, which is a spacey, so Zane should do that. go through that pretty easily. Sorry, Lucky. Then we move on to S2J. There's a Falcon. On to Leffen, there's a Sheik. And then when you go to top eight, if Zane makes it that far, then you have Mango. And Mango has beaten Zane the past couple of times in a row. And then after that, you would have Amsa. So the the path to Grand Finals winner side for Zane is actually pretty difficult. And I'm predicting that Zane will not enter top eight through 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 uh, through through winners. He'll have to go through losers because I think Zane actually loses to Leffen in that winners quarters match, and Zane will have to go in through losers. And you know who he would have to play? Who? He would have to play. I believe he would have to play. JMook, let me double check that. But Zane would drop down to yet another. Oh no, I think it's Plup actually. Would drop down to yet another not, another not spacey. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was a Riptide. It was a Riptide. It was a Riptide. Okay, because I was I was like I can't think of that other fall tournament where most of the mm -hmm. players were attending. It took me forever to remember Riptide. My yep. bad. My yeah, bad. It's all good. It's all good. There's so many tournaments, man. It's fine. It's I, I knew there was a dub, so like it definitely makes Zane's bracket is it's tough. It's tough. You get lucky, which lucky when I'm watching him play on stream, which I do in the morning because I it's when I'm working. Mm. I I'll just throw on Mango stream and Lucky's usually on it. And um, Lucky's playing against Koopa Troopa a lot. M Lucky's playing against Kadoran a lot, so he's very practiced in the in the Marth matchup, and he's also been playing a lot of Marth. So I don't know if that'll translate into some new revelation how he perceives the matchup from fox's perspective but we'll have to see so you know that's a contentious set i do would give the nod probably 73 to zane uh johnny you know has a win on the board and that's a tough matchup falcon does pretty well into marth um and then of course left and chic is designed to kill marths designed so to kill marths. zane especially specifically zane yeah yes so that's the that's the that's that, the zane killer not that zane hasn't been able to beat left and chic he has but uh, I double-checked just to make sure. Yeah, Zane would fall from winner's quarters if he loses to Leffen down to where he could get a combination of SFOP, Plup, Sunsei, or none. So even if it's not Plup right there, it could be Sunsei, it could be none. Yeah. It's it, it's just going to be... Uh, well, anybody who draws into losers are going to encounter... Oh, wow, great players down here because there are so many good players at this tournament. Yeah. And looking at you, know, Amsa does not have a free bracket either. Two Saints, so Puff... Puff into uh, Yoshi is definitely not easy. Uh, Sunsei proved a big house that it's doable. It's doable, um, while, exactly. Yeah, you know, while Amsa made a pretty dom, there was a pretty 
dominant performance it wasn't free since i believe took a game and, and definitely and made it difficult just did not look 100 familiar with playing yoshi you gotta assume that after that match sensei was going i know what i need to do you, you just get that set and hopefully lock it in but that will yeah. like to your point that will not be free either yeah i'm sure probably got some that play sets against monotheon maybe nez uh whiskers uh, I don't know if Beezim's still playing, but Beezim's a very good Yoshi. Vector Man, I don't know, probably only lends his skills and uh, time famously, to axe, famously, famously only lends his skill to axe. <laughs> yeah. But um, speaking of axe, if Omsa were to make it through soon, they would have to play axe in winner's quarterfinals, which we've seen axe take sets against Omsa in the past year. So Omsa and... Um, and Zane, who I think are probably our de facto one and two for the year, but based on seeding, it might be Mango who comes home with the number two, at least for the seeding. So, so Amsa, Mango, Hungry Box, and Zane are going to be your top four seeds for this event. If we get if we get a Mango versus JMook as as currently scheduled right now, or even Mango versus Aklo, I'd be. I mean, we're going to be very interested in watching either of those instances, but that's just to get into top eight winner's side. Mango has had the edge versus JMook the past couple of sets they played, as I recall, but I don't think they've met in bracket or hardly at all in the fall. So I'm looking forward to seeing them potentially meet there, see where JMook is in regards to matching up with Mango, because if Mango's playing hot, he's just going to burn through all these players, including Zayn in winner's semis, if that's what ends up happening, or whoever comes out to play against Mango in top eight winner's side. But we still have a few more people to go through here. For the people who are not supposed to make top eight winner's side, uh, I can't go back to round one. There's too many names. Let's go to round two, where we see people like Sunsei fall to losers, or Plup fall to losers, or Moki fall to losers. I look at people, I, I, I'm definitely looking at Aklo because I think if Aklo's having a good Saturday, because all of this happens on Saturday prior to Sunday, there's no top 32 or top 24 or top 16. It's only top eight on Sunday. So we're going from 1,200 people on Friday and Saturday down to eight. That's what it's going to be at the end of Saturday night. So if, if Aklo's having a good day, I could see Aklo getting really close to even going past Mango to make winner side top eight, but that requires beating SFOP, Aklo, and sorry, SFAT, JMook, and Mango. That would already be like a JMook level performance when when JMook had to go through players like Plup, Plup and Laud prior to top eight winner side mm -hmm. at Genesis eight. So that would be the kind of run Aklo would need to have, but if he's having a great day, Aklo can play against all kinds of play styles. From my perspective, he can keep up. And then I'm looking at Plup as well. We, you, To your point, Plup has not been present at a lot of events. Something, something, Oregon, something, something, traveling and, and family time. And I go, okay, those are all cool, I guess. But when you show up to an event like this, please, Plup, can you bring home the dub to the Plup Club? I would love to see a Plup winner side top eight appearance at the very least a top eight appearance because in the same way as Mango Plup was not at top eight of Genesis eight either a weird Genesis when you go back and look, but it was so cool yeah. then. And it's even, it feels just as cool or even cooler now looking back on it historic wise, but I, I want to see Plup make a return to top eight at Genesis. I think Plup, I think it's definitely Plup's turn to, you know, prove the haters and prove that not the haters, but the doubters wrong. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, he just had a just just probably based on attendance, just an underwhelming 2022. And I think this is his time to really make it shine. And I just want to go over 
uh, some of our new phases who are going to likely make their way into losers round of top 64 just to highlight um, some exciting new faces or to bring some attention to people who might make a run so uh, loser round with Fat Goku versus Mateo. Uh, to, uh, Mateo uh, debuts of rank 100 on the top 100 versus Fat Goku rank 51. Fat Goku, of course, seasoned top 100 player. Uh, would likely see Fat Goku move on to face uh, what is projected to be Polish. Uh, Panda versus B-Bats. Panda and B-Bats both making their debut on the top 100. And uh, B-Bats, of course, big B-Bats. That's my guy. I uh, believe getting in the, in the 50s, if I remember correctly, 53. Uh, Frenzy and Palpa. Frenzy, of course, from the UK, and both uh, Palpa making their debut on the top 100. Uh, Frenzy, of course, being a prolific top 100 player. Uh, Shroomed, who is uh, you know <laughs> California resident, and there's of course, season. There's a summit qualifying spot. <laughs> yeah, if there's a summit qualifying spot. Shroomed might just um, versus SE. Uh, SE, one of my favorite players, and the recent winner of the randomizer bracket at the CG Gold Invitational. Um, so got a little dub under their pocket to maybe take that into Genesis with some confidence. Uh, Doc Discord's Franz versus Wevens. So that's going to be a Dr. Mario Samus set, uh, both on the top 100 as well. SDJ, um, the Texas Puff. I don't know if they got ranked top 100. I think they did. Um, and Gatsu. Uh, Gatsu placing a little bit lower on the top 100 than we usually see. I think Gatsu is been in the top 30 top 40 before and i believe pace in the 80s or 70s Re rectangle season we'll see how yes. this year turns out with another year getting the rectangle trained to, up yeah i believe they changed to frame one if i remember correctly no i think uh, i saw i think i saw gatsu at big house carrying around a, a smash box unfortunately oh. mm, <laughs> that 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 got banned in canada but Bucks oh and, yeah um, yeah uh, region of canada banned. or just the entire entire victorian victorian mm. canada watch yeah. out Watch out. Yeah. Sets the precedent. All right. Mech versus Panko. Mech actually had an amazing debut in the top 100 being in, uh, I think, 36, if I remember correctly. In the 30s, yeah. Um, yeah. So huge performance from Mech this past year. So, again, that hard work that we, we're not stopping. Hard work never pay, always pays off. You know, we like to see that from Mech uh, versus Panko. Panko uh, had some pretty high highs this past year, if I remember correctly. They went on a pretty decent run um, at an East Coast tournament. So we'll have to see in uh, how they do against Mech. Uh, ben versus Greb. Uh, ben also debuting at the top 100 this year, but was definitely a top 100 quality player throughout the course of the online Slippy era. So we knew that that was probably going to happen. And Grab definitely one of the most exciting players to come through um, this past year. Uh, super talented Marth coming out from Tennessee. Uh, Skurzo, King of Chicago versus Khalid. Uh, so that's going to be Fox Puff. So best Fox, best player in Chicago versus the best Puff in SoCal. Um, Azel or Azel, um, still on the on the fence about how to pronounce that versus Wally. Wally, the, now the second best Peach in New Jersey behind B-Bats officially, um, according to the SSBM rank. Um, versus Azel, who is the best player in Central California if you're trying to, you know, split some hairs. Which <laughs> um, so is uh, wonderful. Also in... Um, also an HBox Slayer throughout the course of the online era. So, you know, definitely knows how what to do against floaties. Uh, Eddie Mexico versus Sir Maris. Sir Maris, one of my favorite people all time, number one in West Virginia, and now has made the West not only their debut, but West Virginia's debut on the top 100 rank. So super excited for Sir Maris. Let's go, Dan. And Eddie Mexico, uh, arguably the best 
Luigi in the world right now. And I think according to the SSBM rank, definitely are um, only in contention probably with um, Matt Tyro. Matt Tyro, who is definitely the most technical Luigi on the planet, but definitely not the best, if my humble opinion. Game sense. Also- Game sense. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Kalamazoo versus Dawson. We got Puff Peach, which is... Um, in Kalamazoo's words, probably not the best against floaties. Kalamazoo has um, those notable losses come to other floaties. So, and especially with Dawson with lots of B-Bats experience could, I would predict a Dawson upset here, but both of them also being on the top 100 list this year. I believe um, Kalamazoo, pro- I think a little bit higher than Dawson, but still great performances. Dawson with their debut, Kalamazoo, I think with their fourth or fifth time on the list. Aura versus JJM, Peach Ices. That is brutal for JJM, but JJM I've seen, and my favorite clip of 2022 is JJM on a puff punish, handoff, zero to death, breast punish on a puff. So, um, you know, I've seen JJM do crazy things, and JJM is Jersey. Uh, You know, Wally and B-Bats, I'm sure, have um, given them lots of trouble throughout brackets and probably given them lots of notes to look over. So if... There was a time if there was an Ices 2 upset, a really talented Peach, I think it would be JJM. Uh, Ralph versus KJH. Got three more matches to wrap up, guys, and then we'll take a quick look at doubles, and then we'll probably get into our show match. Uh, Ralph versus KJH. I think it's going to be a very contentious set. I think Ralph is an amazing player, and I think Ralph proved themselves in the last, especially six months, with their dominance over Northern California with their Pikachu and Fox hybrid. KJH, a uh, member of this, participated in the Ludwig's Matchboxing events and, of course, has been a prolific top 30 quality talent for a very long time. So I think that'll be a very good set. It'll probably be your set of losers top 64 round one to watch. Definitely to look out for. Uh, Swooper versus Calvar. Uh, so it's going to be uh, Samus versus Marth. Uh, Marth definitely wins the matchup, but the Swooper is for sure a beast, and I would probably give the nod to the Swooper. Uh, but Cal- Calvar, of course, an absolute monster from new england uh curve and mott money curve turtle curve doing actually had a pretty <laughs> solid performance at the cg gold invitational as well so definitely looked like they're playing in form and looked very strong in the fox ditto as well i believe taking a set over smash daddy this past weekend online um so i do believe that i would probably give the nod to curve is especially coming from tri-state very strong it's floaties specifically not as strong in the Fox. You know, I haven't seen them do too well against Aklo or Hacks Money as of recently. Um, so I think I'd probably give the nod to Curve in that matchup. So uh, that's going to wrap up your losers round of top 64. If you're going to want, if you want to set to watch and check out Ralph versus KJH, I think it's going to be my favorite one to look out for if you're looking at loser matches. If we continue to see Franz do well on loser's side, Franz would go up against SFOP according to the projection next. That'll be a good set to watch. And then up against SFAT, and then probably stop the run uh, upon running into Plup, most likely. But we'll see how well Franz can do. I think Dawson, if Dawson can take it over Kalamazoo, I expect Dawson to beat JFlex. Sorry, JFlex. I expect Dawson to challenge Spark because, you know, Puff chic and you know you, you're talking about somebody like s2j after that probably not going to be the move for dawson to go much further than that but i believe i believe in dawson's puff you just have to see a run come together and of course we have to get past keizu first because kalamazoo doesn't enter a ton of events but seems to do very well every time keizu enters an event like even challenging for top eight maybe not at genesis nine but 
Who are you looking for to win the tournament? So I'll start first, Hada, so you get a chance to think about this. Mm -hmm. I had earlier predicted that in that winner's quarters match, Zane would lose to Leffen, drop down into losers, have to beat Pull-Up just to make it to top eight loser's side. After that, Zane would be facing off according to the, you know, like the the, the metric stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Would have to face off against JMook, Hungrybox, combination of IBDW or Axe, Mango most likely or Amsa, and then the other Jesus. in Grand Final. And I <laughs> say, it's so brutal. I that say, brutal matchup for him. that Zane is gonna do it. You know why? Because there's a couple of things that people haven't really actually considered because Genesis Seven was he such a long time ago. Every single one of his demons. That'd exactly, and he crazy. would be doing it for the three P. And only, obviously, only one other person who will hopefully be commentating top eight in some capacity. Has ever three-peated at Genesis, and that would be Armada. How cool would it be for Zane to have the loser's run of a lifetime, go through all those players, his demons, like you were saying, to win three in a row while Armada is in the building? I'm just getting chills thinking about it, Hada. So for you, who do you, who do you got to win the event? I think the three-peat, I think you have a great sentiment there. I think the three-peat would be absolutely ridiculous. Um... I've been saying it for a while, but I think J-Moog's due. I yes, I know. <laughs> Homie's been playing so good for so long. Due for a run, man. I think he, if he gets one super major win this year, I don't think he's stopping. And I think that was kind of the, how we felt about Amsa. Like when Amsa won Big House, he kind of just steamrolled the rest of the year. He was just such a um, dominant player. And I really hope to see the same level of you know especially boosting confidence and boosting um um like performance if once i think once jmook breaks the floodgates it just it's not gonna stop i think he's just gonna win and he's gonna be dominant and he's gonna be the guy to beat um other than that i think mango has a lot to prove especially on the genesis stage he hasn't won a genesis since genesis one he won one that's he... literally it isn't that crazy he's only won genesis one that's what? right so genesis two Did three he win four genesis four no that was armada armada won two three four genesis five was plup genesis six was hungry box genesis seven and eight have been zane oh my god well yeah i mean would be it would be cool to see the goat come back and win it back in california <laughs> that'd be wild um I think uh, I think Mango would be a very exciting win. I think J Mook would be the most exciting win. I think uh, I think after the year that IBDW has, I would be upset if Cody won. I think Leffen would also be a good one. I think it's a great season of melee and a great timeline that I could be so happy if like one of seven players win. <laughs> I think that's really cool. Um, <laughs> but because if, if I want to pull my hat in the ring. Mm -hmm. God, I want, I want J-Mook to get one. I want J-Mook to get one so bad. I want him to get it one would so be bad. perfect to have a year of, oh, I haven't actually won the big one yet, and for it to actually just be, no, we were waiting for Genesis to come back and for you to win that event, J-Mook. That would Especially be for that a really cool story. Yes. Last year, being his breakout performance and coming back, and then after a year you know, winning the big one. I think that'd be amazing. And, you know, um, he would get that run back faster than Armada because not that there's a heavy similarity between JMook and Armada, but I think about how Armada had to wait two years of getting constant second places mm -hmm. until Genesis 2 came around and he won that over Mango, right? That was his first big win. 
this first tournament in North America that he had won. And he had to go through uh, events like pound five or whatever it was. These other events losing, oh, and Apex 2010 losing to Hungrybox until he was finally able to win a big event and then just tore it up, as we all know, afterwards. What if J Mook wins Genesis 9? What if J Mook just says, step aside, Namsa, last year was your year. This time, the oddball character that shouldn't necessarily be number one, it's going to be me, it's going to be Sheik. Who knows? We we have all kinds of different possibilities for the winner of singles. So I and you, Hada, all the lovely viewers and listeners, we have such an amazing tournament to look forward to. So you must not miss it. And you must not miss dubs either, because not only are there a lot of great teams for Genesis 9 doubles, you're also getting the top four streamed on Sunday before Melee Singles Top 8. This will be on the big stage where all the other top sixes, sorry, rivals, and top eights for 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 ultimate singles. By the way, MKLeo is going to win. There's your prediction. So looking <laughs> at the top 16 of Melee doubles, that's where we start. Now we've kind of fanned through all of the teams who, you know, like where is... Where's Fizzwiggle and Faison? I don't know if I see them. That's a real shame. But uh, of the teams here, who do you like for making top four? And then who do you like to take the event? <laughs> I think that double seeding is really tragic. I'm going to be honest. I think the people who seed doubles don't actually understand the current state of doubles. Whoa. Um, you coming so... after Contra and Jade on this one? I mean... They don't have Danny Phantom and Joji in top 16. They don't have Fizz Faison. They don't have DSJ Conman. When at this tournament last year, they got seventh and ninth respectively. Um, and Joji and Danny Phantom have put out an amazing resume, specifically Joji, who formerly Milkman from MDVA. Um, that it's absolutely criminal the way that they've been seated. I'm going to be honest. I think Joji and Danny Phantom are a shoe in for top eight. Um, they're an insane team. I would confidently say that Joji Danny Phantom beat all of the people in losers round one confidently, except for me, except for the with the exception of maybe Nut and Aura. Uh, just because Aura is very good at teams, and so is Nut, both double well, Nut specifically a very strong double special specialist, and Aura a very good teams player. Um, I think that'd be a tough set, but I think Joji and Danny are confidently better than every single player in losers round one to top 16. I think Fizz and Faison are better than every single team in that area as well, except for maybe Nut Nora. And I would say the same with Con Man and DSJ. I think those three teams specifically are criminally understated, but I think the top four of doubles is very interesting. Um, Hungrybox and Plup, very, very strong team. Fat Goku and Ginger uh, have won, I think, two tournaments together. Mm -hmm. J Mook and IBDW have won a couple tournaments together. And then Mango Amsa is your wild card. <laughs> I think that's, like, that's a little weird, but you know. like Japanada and North and, uh, and USA coming together. Oh my gosh. It's, yeah, it's, so. this is a dream come true in, in the weirdest sense because Mango. Mango respects top competitors for Melee because he obviously is aware of the time that it takes to get better, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if they've ever been friendly enough to even consider teaming together. And they're just, you know, it's like Mango Amsa will miss top 16 doubles and just not even make it out of their pool or they'll win the tournament. That's how crazy this is. It's definitely an interesting lineup. But I'm just checking if there's super hidden boss doubles teams that I'm missing. 
Well, uh, who do Mango I, I who do Mango and Opsa have to play to make it to the, where they get from? You know, like that's that's a good Ralph question. Ralph and Dark Atma, and I think Ralph and Dark Atma. Sorry, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go backwards into pools and see if there's like a fizz wiggle in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, that that would be insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, DSJ Cod Man are seated. It would be Eggy and Mech bad. versus Mango Amsa to make top sixteen winner side, and so I don't think. Yeah, if they run into Bobby Big Balls and SVOP down in losers and to make top sixteen, maybe. But yeah. No, no phase on Fizzwiggle, sadly. Oh, that would just be so perfect, though. Uh, DSJ Conman have a pretty tough bracket. They have J Moon, Justice Salt, or they're predicted. Which I could see. Justice and Salt are both very good at teams as well. Um, let me see if I can find Fizz and Phase on. I'm uh, in my last little. Oh, and I think Cy Rain and Nun were supposed to pull up, though, and team in, in here somewhere. So, what? Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? We got to go back here. Where did they go? I guess I have to just do melee doubles as a macro and look them up by name. Where, where are Evan and Bijan? What the heck? Search by team name. Oh, I don't know what they're called. Oh, oh, I could just do Cyrene. Got it, got it. I know that. Danny Phantom and Joji are seated to lose to Stone and Palpa. That is... No. Bad. I mean, Stone and Palpa are good, but that is sacrilege. Oh no, Siren is not teaming with none after all. Oh, Siren backed out. Oh, that's too bad. And then losing the Bobby Svop. I don't see them losing the Bobby Svop ever. <laughs> but that's <just> <laughs> no offense to Bobby or Svop. They're two very good. In fact, the only time I've ever seen that Bobby perform in teams is him getting absolutely diced up by Colorado's best Marth in teams. What are, what are, what are like fifth best team? No offense. <laughs> All right. Like he was getting destroyed by Poliar and James. Like, like, come on, bro. <laughs> All right, let me let me find. All right, let me fizz wiggle phase on. Uh, fizz wiggle phase. Okay. Uh, beat Ferris Wheel and Deep Fox. Maybe I just looked over them. I'll I'll look him up. I'll look him up. I just have I to pull him, up Fizz. They're seated to lose to Eddie Mexico and Bimbo Mexico, which I think will be a tough set, but I don't think they lose. Beat Mateo and Star Lord, which I could see that. Beat Nun and Nyx, which I could see that. And then lose to Sunsei Tai. Okay. Um, those are two tough sets. I could see Evan and Faze on winning it and getting top sixteen. So they're seated to get they're seated to get seventeenth, and DSJ Conman are seated to get nineteenth whatever that is 25th or something you know what i, I say i say i say let's put Fizzwiggle and phase on beyond sunsei tai because phase on and Fizzwiggle had to have teamed longer than sunsei tai right i mean they're the they're the brothers they team all the time they're all the time that's like as static of a team as you can get let's just say they make it off of that also tai would play would Ty play Marth? I'm assuming that's a tough team yeah. to get past Fox Marth, but Fox Sheik is also, I mean, obviously, plenty of history of that being a good team. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, it's tough. I think Joji and Danny are the most criminally. All I right. Think they, I so think they're shooting for top eight, honestly. If I, if I had to pick a winner of, of Genesis doubles, though, I, I look at, I look at Jay Mukabe DW, and I hate to say that because. I would love Fakoku Ginger to take one, but I think JBDW is as good of a combination of two players that are both top players and relatively static 
you know, that relative territory. I put the I put Hungrybox and Plup in the same territory. They've teamed before, but they're not truly, you know, a doubles team in the same way that that Faison Fizzwiggle are, or even Fakoku Ginger. Of the top four here, Fakoku Ginger is like your most static team that's that would be playing on Sunday. But I really hope that there's some upsets and that we get a team where they're not necessarily nationally known. They can show off on top on the on the on the stage. Excuse me on Sunday. Would love to see that. But I'm looking at JBDW to take it for doubles at Genesis. You can close this out, Hada, with your your doubles potential winner, and then we can get into our show match here. I think that my favorite for Genesis teams, I, I've seen Cody and and jmook put in that work they were they've been playing like twice like you know, three times a week with run right and tempo and i know they've been getting notes from them and they i've been watching their friendlies and they take the bulk of them and run right and tempo are probably a top 10 team in the world right now so i feel good for not only the work that they're putting in specifically for teams but also their uh level of commitment so i'm gonna say bold prediction uh jbdw take it home there we go yep i'm i'm saying jbdw as well so exciting weekend in melee i will be there you will not be there sadly but hada you're going to be attending tournaments very very soon if i had to guess if not collision if not combo breaker then something please the people want oh gommel the collision people and, collision and combo breaker both look really exciting mm -hmm. um i know all chat is doing some stuff at gommel so I might try to make it out to Gommel. That'd be really cool. Yes. Yes. Okay. So do you know who you're playing today? I did not tell you yet. Yes, you will be playing. <laughs> you will be playing Falco, courtesy Falco. of yep, okay. the Birdman, courtesy of our Patreons here on the BSM pod. Okay. Let me switch this over. Let me get out of training mode. And this time, this time, I have music, y'all, so this is exciting. I just have to turn it back on. 